morning everyone. It's so good to see you again on this winter Sunday morning. Um, I wonder how you're feeling today. Let's play a quick game. I want you to give me a thumbs up if it's a yes or a thumbs down if it's a mm, I don't think so. So let's start. Are you enjoying the winter and the cold weather? Yes? No? I, I confess I quite like it, uh, but it's very cold at the moment. Are you enjoying doing school at home? Yes? No? Maybe? Do you like wearing socks and shoes? Yes? No? If you said no, I'm sure you and your mom or dad are fighting a lot in this cold weather that you don't want to put your socks and shoes on. Let's do something completely random. How about pineapple on pizza? Is that a yes or is that a no? Lots of people have strong opinions on that, so you can have your own. And finally, what happens if we take two awesome things and we put them together? Ice cream on pizza. Is that a yes? Is that a no? That's a fairly random thing, but it's fun because sometimes we know we like certain things. And yes and no is a good way of answering a question. Now, over the last few weeks, we've been learning from John's Gospel, and we've seen different people, and they have been learning about Jesus, and some have been saying yes, and some have been saying no. So remember in John's Gospel, we're learning about believing, our heart, our mind, saying yes to Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. So you guys make a big cross. And by believing, we have life in his name. Okay, so let's quickly look back at some of the stories. We start with Jesus at the wedding, where he makes water into wine. And not just okay wine, but lots of amazing wine. And the disciples were there. They saw what Jesus did, and they believed that Jesus was the Messiah, and by believing, they had life in his name. So that story we learned about Jesus turning water into wine, a chance to see the disciples saying yes to Jesus. Then we had the Roman official who had a sick son far away. This man definitely believed that Jesus was the Messiah. Jesus said, go home, your son will be fine, he will be healed. And what did the man do? He went home. He believed. And the Bible tells us that he and his whole household believed and had life in Jesus' name. Last week, Eddie was teaching us, and he was teaching about the man who was paralyzed, sitting at the pool, trying to get in so he could be healed. The paralyzed man saw Jesus, and Jesus said, get up. But he told, said that on the Sabbath. So when the paralyzed man told the Pharisees what had happened, did they believe that Jesus was the Messiah? Mm -mm. They were mad, mad, mad. Did they believe and have life in Jesus' name? <gasps> no, 
They said no to Jesus. So we see that there's often two different responses to what Jesus does. Today's lesson, maybe you're looking at the hat, maybe you're starting to get a bit of a clue. We're still in John's Gospel, and we're going to learn about another time where Jesus is with his disciples and with a crowd. So before we start, let's pray together. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your word. We thank you that we can read about Jesus. We can understand what he did. And by believing it, we can have life in Jesus' name. Amen. Right, let's first learn two words before we get to our Bible passage. Want and need. Now, maybe you've had a moment where one of the older people in your house has said, that's not a need, it's a want. Or that's not a want, it's a need. It can get quite confusing. So let's think, what are some of the things that we need in life? Chat with your sibling or whoever else is with you. See if you can come up with three things that we need. What do we need? Well, we need oxygen to breathe. We need food to eat and water to drink. We need a safe place to be. God has made us to have relationships, so we need other people. What else do we need? Well, we need life. Now, let's look on the other side. What is a want? Chat to your sibling again. What are some of the things you want? During lockdown and when we're all staying at home and we're doing at school at home, some of you want to go outside. Some of you want to go to a restaurant and have a meal. Some of you want to go to the shops. Some of you want to go to your friends' parties. Some of you want to... There's so many things that we can want. So let's do a quick test. I'm going to give you an example. If it's a need, I want you to stand up. If it's a want, I want you to stay sitting. Okay, let's try some out. Let's start with something quite simple. Water. Is it a need or is it a want? Water is most definitely a need. We all need to be drinking water and stay hydrated. That's how God made us. Okay, next one. I seem to be stuck on one topic. Ice cream. Is it a need or is it a want? That, my dear friends, is a want. We don't need ice cream, especially not in this weather. <gasps> but... It is just something that we want, is ice cream. We can live without it. Let's check another one. Wi-Fi or internet connectivity. That's kind of a tricky one. Before we would have said it was a want. Now we're kind of like we need it for school and to talk to people. Okay, let's try another one. How about PlayStation? Do we need it or do we want it? Um, sorry, everybody. It's a want. Last one. Remember, stand up for need, sit down for want. What about bread or food? Is that a need or is that a want? Bread is most definitely something that we need. We can't live without it. And Jesus is going to tell us a story or we're going to see Jesus show a group of people that some of the things they need they do need, but actually there's a greater need that they might not know of. 
So let's turn to John chapter 6. And we start to read there as Jesus and his disciples get ready to be together on a mountainside. John chapter 6. Sometimes after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee. And a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the miraculous signs he had performed on the sick. Jesus went up on the mountainside and sat down with his disciples. Everyone had been talking about Jesus. Everyone had been saying, have you heard? Have you heard? Jesus healed the sick man. Jesus healed the official son. Jesus healed the paralyzed man. Everybody was talking about him. And if he'd done those amazing things, maybe he was going to do another. And if they were close, they could see it. And they could tell other people about it. So everyone, whenever they saw Jesus, they rushed to be close because they wanted to see if he was going to do a great sign. This time Jesus and his disciples are sitting on a mountainside. And Jesus looks down and he saw a great crowd, crowd of people coming towards him. A great crowd. The Bible says 5,000 men. Wow. How do we picture 5,000 men? Well, close your eyes and I want you to remember the auditorium we used to meet in at 9.30 in the service. If everyone is in those seats, like a special Sunday or when we're recording a CD and every seat is filled, we're about a 1,000 people. Now, on that mountainside, Jesus saw coming towards him five times that number of men. That's not counting the kids running around, the women joining them, the babies being carried. This was a big crowd coming to see Jesus do a miracle. Jesus looked at the crowd and he said, What shall we feed them? Feed them? What are they going to eat? Philip said, if I work for eight months, all my pay, and then I buy bread, not, not everyone's not even going to get a bite. Eight months. Whew, that's a lot of money. But Andrew, he said, there's a boy here with five small loaves and two fish. Um, Andrew, five loaves and two fish aren't really going to feed five men. Never mind 5,000 men plus women and children. But Andrew had been around and he'd seen Jesus do miraculous things. So Jesus said to them, have the people sit in circles on the grass, get them organized. Then Jesus took the loaves, he gave thanks, he prayed to Jesus, and then he separated them and sent them out to all the groups. The Bible says everyone had as much as they wanted. Wow! Imagine as much bread and fish as you want. Imagine enough bread and fish for 5,000 men. That's unbelievable. How did Jesus do that? The last time we'd seen such an amazing provision of bread and food was back with Moses and the Israelites in the desert. When the manna came from heaven and the quails came down, this is even 
greater than that miracle. Wow. And then, if that's not enough, the Bible says there were 12 baskets full of food left. These five loaves and these two fish, they wouldn't have filled 12 baskets just on their own. Jesus had multiplied them. He'd made abundant. He'd made more than everyone needed. Or on his own. Because he's God and he is that powerful. But Jesus wasn't just worried about their tummies and if they were hungry. Jesus continued to teach them. And he said, Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man gives you. Food that's eternal life? Then Jesus said, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never go thirsty. Wow. When Jesus had seen the crowd, he knew that they would need bread. So he provided them bread. He looked after them physically. But he also knew that they needed life. And Jesus said these amazing words. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Now, I'm wearing a baker's hat today, and even on my best day if I'm baking, I can't feed 5,000 people, and I definitely can't do it from five loaves of bread. But Jesus here is saying it's not just about the bread, it's about having life. Now, let's see if your fingers are warmed up, and let's see if you can do this. Jesus spoke to the people. And he said, I am the bread of life. L-I-F-E. Can you do that? Shake your fingers to get them warm. I mean, I don't know what you've been doing with your hands. and I don't know how cold you are in your house. But Jesus said that he is the bread of life. L-I-F-E. And this life is not just here. It is for eternity. Jesus is worried about our tummies being full, but he's more worried about what we're going to do forever. And Jesus says, come to him, because he is the bread of life. Now, many people are worried at the moment. Many people are concerned. They think, well, if we just get more medical people, or if we just get rid of the disease, or if we all just stay healthy, everything will be okay. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to be okay. I don't know when it will change. But what I do know is that Jesus promises you and me eternal life. We can be with him in eternity. It doesn't matter what's happening here. It's hard, but we can trust in him. So again, this lesson asks us to believe in Jesus, the Son of God, the Messiah, the bread of life and to know that by believing we like the disciples and the Roman official and his household can have life in Jesus name let's pray together Father God we thank you that you care about every part of us 
We thank you that you care for and provide the food and the water that we need. But most importantly, Lord, you are worried about us for eternity. Thank you that Jesus is the bread of life. Thank you that by believing in him, we can have life forever. Amen. If you want to see more things to do and more activities about Jesus being the bread of life, not about baking bread, I'm sure you're doing that already, go back to the Church at Home page, and next to the video is all the activities for our preschoolers and our grade 1s to 5s, and an activity book for our Crossroads group. So please enjoy that, and we look forward to seeing you next week. We'll see what Dudu's wearing on her head, what hat she has, and we'll see more of the signs and teaching of the Jesus that points us to eternal life. Bye-bye, everyone. Keep learning about Jesus.